Slop City Podcast! Oh, that's beautiful! What'd you say, bitch? Uh-oh, you moved my camera all over. Is that good? Okay, clap. One, two, three. Randy just goes, ah, f- you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send a picture. Uh, on, that's funny, isn't it? I wish you saw your face, dude. <laughs> Randy. Oh, I saw it. Randy was literally looking at the camera like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm going to be reclined today. You are? You feel comfy? Yeah. I like that the rug's not here because now I can easily slide forward. Now you backwards. can scoot around. Before Jump I was like, around. I uh, guess this is where uh. I'm sitting the whole time. Yeah. 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 Except for my headphones. Welcome to Slop City Podcast, you <laughs> I shouldn't have said, you got to beep that out, Randy, because otherwise they're going to cancel it. Who is it that told us that someone go, has a good 10 minutes with no cussing in the beginning of their podcast? Josh Potter. Josh Potter. But mm-hmm. who told us that? Uh, slop fan. So let's try to go 10 minutes without cursing. Okay, Randy, can you cut and beep all those things out? Or should we start over? Let's just start over. Uh, I can. Let's just start over. There Should was, we do another clap? There was something oh. we were supposed to cut out last time. Did you get it? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> that's what it was. Ew. You just had a freaking boogie fly out while we're on the freaking no, I podcast? Picked it out. I didn't expect it to come out. Well, I mean, we get it. You've got fancy nails on and your little fancy nails picked out the off. boogie. You're sick of them? Well, they're growing out. They still look good. All right, are we starting over? No. Oh, Randy said no. But he said, "Do whatever you want." He said, "He said, oh f." I had to say it loud to break the sound barrier. Libby is uh, kind of mind blown right now because she was like, "Holy crap, Anoli!" I think Tina, not I think Tina is ADHD. We, it's starting to really make sense that I am ADHD. Well, I think uh, one of the things is to know that regardless, uh, I still love you. <laughs> Just kidding. Are no, you about I do. to do an intervention? <laughs> no. But when I, people I, say I, stuff like that, like, listen, <sighs> I love you, but, but you I get, oh, God, I no, want to run. I, I want to run to the hills. I feel the same way as when I discovered my sister was ADHD. And it was like. Of course she is. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't recognize it before. Yeah. I Well, so I went to the doctor. Remember I was talking about the eczema and all those issues or whatever. Oh, it looks better. Doesn't it? Look at it. Damn. I think it looks a lot better. It's almost gone. Um, At least on that arm, it's pretty good. That's a little bit of debris from uh, the day working at my uh, (laughs) restaurant job. Possibly oil. An oil stain. Did you go through the aural register? What's that thing in the back? Grease pit? No, I don't touch that thing. It stinks. Where it says it? grease only? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> think I'm touching that. You go out there and we wring out our hair like this. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I I put corn search in after I empty it into the grease pit. No, I, uh, so I went to the doctor last week and my doctor is like so funny because she is so unbelievably calm. I hadn't seen her in a year. <laughs> and let's be honest, she probably didn't remember me. So I show up and I'm I'm late because they moved to Because an, ADHD. Yeah. Well no, no. This is what sucks. I typed in her name into Google and I went to the location that it brought me to. Okay. I am ready to rock. I show up. They get my appointment name. They get my name and everything. And they're like, okay, awesome. Give us just a minute. And then the woman comes back. She goes, okay, so you are in the wrong building. <laughs> and and you're like, elderly Carner. I was livid. 
Look at her face, Randy. And I was trying to remain calm. I really was. I tried to remain calm. And I said, okay, (laughs) so where do I go? And then she tells me the location. She goes, it's the new hospital. You're not going to miss it. And I was just like, all right, awesome. You're like, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. So I, no, I didn't. I drove, but this is what sucks, dude. I drive to the new hospital off of Grand Boulevard in St. Louis. You know, popping area. Midtown is what we call it up in here. Okay. That's what it's called. It is. It says it on the highway. So I get into the parking garage and imagine me with a jean jacket, wet hair, because I had just showered about 40 minutes before, and this large (laughs) knapsack (laughs) on my back. (laughs) Knapsack. I got my knapsack on, and I, and... Oh. Oh, Randy. She unplugged everything. Hello? Are we back? We're back. Randy, I'm really sorry. My knapsack, I it's hidden because these really fancy curtains. I just can't see <laughs> these them. theatrical curtains. Okay. So I got my knapsack on a knapsack on my back. My hair is wet and it is so Freaking humid outside yeah. because it rained all day long. So, like, have you ever had your hair be wet and you have to, like, maybe do a physical activity or, like, do whatever? I was running with the knapsack on my back, like, running, (laughs) and my knapsack is smacking on my back, and I'm holding on to my cell phone, and my hair is wet, and I'm sweating. I am freaking drenched in sweat, okay? Drenched. And then... I go to the elevator, and guess where it takes me? Nowhere. <laughs> what do you mean it takes you nowhere? I hit the lower level, and then it didn't take me anywhere. And then I hit it again, and again, and again. And then I looked at what floor I was at and what floor was on the elevator thing. I was on the same floor. So I was hitting LL, but I was on LL. <laughs> so then... I get scared because I'm already three minutes late for my appointment. And I just look around and I start running. (laughs) Where to? I am running in the parking garage (laughs) down each level where cars are driving. I am running. (laughs) I'm running and waving at people saying, sorry, sorry. Like, I mean, running hysterically. I run all the way down the parking garage and then I get to another elevator and it's a different name of the elevator. That one was like hospital elevator and this one was like parking garage elevator and I was like, where the fuck am I? (laughs) Oh my God, I was so scared. And then I finally just run all the way down and I exit out and I'm in a weird courtyard. (laughs) I'm in a courtyard on the back area of the hospital, the hospital's over there, whatever. I mean, I'm hysterical. And then guess what I see? 20 steps upwards. So I literally, I like hold my backpack tight and I go, and then I ran up them so quick, very sore because I did tire flips the day before. And I'm just gunning it. I'm trying to get in and I'm I'm sweating so hard. And I walk in and this lady has to take my temperature and I go, I am visibly sweating. I go, if it's high, I want you to know it's because I ran and you need to take it again. You know, and I was so scared and I'm in line and there's like a person in a wheelchair in front of me. And like, I didn't want to be rude, but I was like, let's get going. You know, like I was like, we got to, we got to start moving. I'm late. I'm already six minutes late for my appointment. And then they're like, all right, you got to go register over here. And I'm standing there. They're like, register here. There's no open computer. And I'm standing there sweating, so scared. To my left, I see a person in the comedy scene there that uh, I'll tell you about them afterwards. I don't want to, like, blast them out on here. Okay. But, like, we didn't recognize each other. I recognized them as I was walking away. But it was like, I was already late. I had stuff to do. So I wasn't going to be like, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. (laughs) You know, I'm, like, registering for the thing. And the woman looks at me. She's like, there's a computer over here. And I was like. I'm really sorry. Like, I'm I'm trying my best. 
and I like run, I'm registering, and I hit the wrong birth. I mean, everything possibly that could go wrong is going wrong. Right. And this hospital is fancy, dude. Really crisp place. It's brand new. Brand spanking new. What hospital? So it's like SLU SSM or something. Like it's okay. like an old SLU care building. It's like, I think it's like, I don't think it's before the Fox. Is the Fox off Grand? Yeah. Okay, so it is before the Fox. I mean, really fancy joint. And uh, the hospital's in great condition, whatever. And I'm like, I finally get upstairs. And I mean, it was just so hectic and stressful. And then they're like, all right, go down to this little pod, pod five or whatever. And that's where you'll sit. So I sat there and like, I mean, I'm just so scared because I'm already late and I feel horrible because I try to be on time, like, early for my doctor's appointments because I know that it's like, I don't know, it's just stressful. So I'm sitting there with my backpack on and my jean jacket. Just, I looked at myself in my cell phone and there were little beads of sweat <laughs> dribbling Why didn't down. you take your jacket off? I did. I did end up doing it. After I looked at that, I was like, I need to take my jacket off and cool down, you know? <laughs> this is a cool down cool. mode. Cool you know when you're on an elliptical and it's like, oh, I set the timer to 30 minutes and then it goes to like cool down mode. That's where I was at. I was like, I need to cool it. <laughs> so about 10 minutes later, this gal opens up the door and I just start word vomiting to her. I'm like, I am so unbelievably sorry that I'm late. I went to this place, went to the sleep center first because that's what my doctor's specialty is. So I went to the sleep center and they told me that I was in the wrong place. Like, I'm scared. And I'm like, I went to the wrong place and I'm so, so sorry that I'm late. You know, and she literally just goes... Come on back. <laughs> Looks at her fucking watch like a baller. Didn't even say anything. She didn't tell me it's okay. Not a big deal, whatever. And I'm like, just flipping out. She has me hop on the scale that literally, have you ever taken your dog to the veterinarian and put them on a scale? The little bitty scale? Dude, it's like, no, it's like this big, big silver thing. thing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? And you got to like coax your dog onto it because they yeah. don't want to go. And you're like, Simba, Simba, come on. And he's come like, on. And he will not get on it. So then you got to awkwardly pick up your 85-pound dog and, and set him on the scale. And it's one leg off, another, the back leg's <laughs> off. They're like, you have to have all legs on, so you put that leg on, then the other leg goes off. That's uh, literally, <laughs> I looked at the thing, and they were like, step on the scale. And I looked, you're like, that's a dog scale. <laughs> you guys treat dogs here? Yeah, you guys, you want me to step on this doggy scale? <laughs> step on the scale. Whatever, alarmingly large as usual. Whatever there, probably and for large people too. Yeah, we have a scale like that at the gym. It was nice and big. I would say a, a Great Dane could here. fit on it. A who? A Great Dane. <laughs> Possibly what about a, a polar lion. bear? <laughs> a polar bear could not. Um, the only way a polar bear could fit on there is if they did the thing that like dogs do when they're laying and like they put their front <laughs> legs behind their back <laughs> legs, and they're like. <laughs> you know, like how Gary lays. What if they stood up on it? How Gary lay? Well, if a polar bear stood up on that, <laughs> heck yeah, he could fit on there. What about the, a giraffe? No, giraffe. The giraffe's legs absolutely could fit on there. C- give me the laptop. The, the you laptop. know the the uh, computer. Because wow. I'm gonna look up the Looks scale. Looks like our screen isn't on. Oh, because. It was, well, probably because I blasted it out. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pussy-ass TV, Randy. That's why I'm letting you use it. Okay. Damn, he burnt you. So, I believe that a giraffe's legs could absolutely fit on this. But the problem is always going to be the long-ass neck. They'd have to wrap it up real close to their body. Maybe turn it and set it on their back. Okay, tell me why I Googled scale at doctor's office and it's just these. Which we all know are not accurate. Look at livestock scale. (laughs) I know that's funny, but that's what ours is. Because it has to accommodate very large people. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly. Look at that golden retriever. That's what it looked like. He loves it. Look at him. Yeah, whatever. Look how happy.
happy he is to stand up there. Okay, so ours was, okay, it wasn't like that, but it was, I mean, it was very large. Was it, it was like honestly a little one? thicker. Not like that? that? No, no. Uh, on the back page that you were just on. Like the... the this? Like that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty close to it. Something like that. Yeah, this big boy. Thousand pound capacity. It's good. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I hop on that scale. And, I mean, I just kind of looked at it and was like, should have brought my dog. It should have been a doggy. should have been a doggy, just like Gene. It's robust construction with 200% overload protection. Makes weighing four-legged patients super easy. <laughs> so what if I just put my arms in front of me? Am I a four-legged patient? Yeah. I would think so. Is that upstairs? Are we hearing ghost? I don't know. I don't hear nothing. Either way, I hop on this guy, and then, like, I get in there, and the lady that took my weight brought me into the office or whatever. She was super kind and super funny, and... um. Like, it didn't seem like we were vibing at one point, but somehow she starts talking to me because she was, like, super young black girl, like, early 30s or whatever. And her hair, so she added in, like, kind of a ponytail, but in the back was, like, a big poof. But then she had these two little pigtails in front, and she looked at me as she was taking my blood pressure, and she goes, oh, you are not going to believe this. My first patient of the day said to me, how old are you? You've got to be like 21. And she's like, ma'am, I'm 31. And we started doing bits. I was like, you're telling her, like, I have a mortgage. I'm married. I got kids, whatever. And she goes, I'm telling you, I really think these little pigtails in front make me look super young. And then <laughs> we just started talking about, like, people saying, like, unwarranted things to us or whatever about our hair. And like just about like our bodies, whatever. And I told her, I was like, well, listen, I was, she's like, yesterday I had like this huge afro. And I go, can I be honest with you? When I was a kid, I begged my mother for a perm. I mean, every day. And I go, my family's Russian. So my mom doesn't spend money on shit. <laughs> like not one fucking thing. So I tell her, I'm like, I wanted a perm so badly. And I would beg my mom all the time. And all I wanted was curly tight curls or whatever and this girl's die love and I go I remember asking my mom like mom please will you pay for me to get a perm my mom's like I'm not paying for a fucking perm use this fucking curling iron you know and like, use your fucking rollers you know and she would be such a bitch to me and me and this girl are dying laughing as she's taking my blood pressure and then <laughs> she told me that the day before her one poof was two big poofs so she had two big poofs like on the side of her hair, you know, little like whatever, fucking almost like Princess Leia looking ass poofs. Mm -hmm. And so she said that she got on the bus and the fucking bus driver, because they have like a shuttle from the hospital that takes them to their cars or whatever. And that the fucking bus driver was like, are those poofs your real hair? And she goes, and he had a big nose. <laughs> so I said to him, is that your real nose? <laughs> Holy she said shit. he was pissed. She goes, he was so offended. He couldn't believe it. He like looked at me and goes, I was like, you fucking got him, dude. I was like, roasted. Yeah. And I'm being Tito in there. I go, you fucking roasted his ass. And he could not believe it. <laughs> we were laughing so fucking hard. I was like, why is it that men just think they can fucking say whatever they want to women? You know, she's like, dude, I don't know. She's like, it's always my hair, my body, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I'll have people like, if I don't wear makeup or whatever, they're, uh, uh, you know, just like talking about women things. Mm -hmm. So that was the first little experience there, which is hilarious. I'm like, I'm so glad she roasts that lady. She, and she was like, she said it a couple times to let me know, like, yeah, I fucking burned his ass. She goes, <laughs> I said to him, is that your real nose? <laughs> I was so glad she did. Oh, man, I was fucking dying. I want to meet her. <laughs> she was hilarious. And then she's like, all right, your doctor will be in in a minute. Then my doctor comes in and she's just, chill as could be just because that's like her vibe she comes in I haven't seen her in a year and she just walks in and she goes so 
what's been going on? <laughs> and I just start laughing. I was like, that's such a funny way to like talk to a person after not seeing them for a year and you probably don't remember them. And she goes, I remember you. Aww. And I was like, oh, do you? And then she, I go, what do you mean what's going on? She goes, I mean, I don't know. What have you been up to? What's been going on? Well. Yeah, and I was like, I, um, I'm just seeking validation. I did a sold out show with the Fox. <laughs> Whatever. And we're just chatting, talking about like my medication and my eczema. I do have eczema. That has been confirmed. Mm. Got the eggs. Devastating diagnosis. Uh, yeah, truly. She told me that I have eczema and I went. No! Oh. Wow. Dropped to my knees. And she the only was thing like, you can do now is pray. <laughs> she said, that is so dramatic. <laughs> and honestly, you need to get up off the floor because it's very dirty. It's filthy. And, uh, yeah, so whatever. We started talking about my Lexapro and all that shit. And then she was like, you know, we could add Wellbutrin to your regimen and all that. And uh, so, yeah, we ended up adding Wellbutrin because I have problems focusing. Mm-hmm. That was a very long-winded way to tell everybody that I believe <laughs> I have ADHD. Wow. So you've never been diagnosed as such? No. And, like, like I was telling you earlier, it's like I can't do Adderall or like any kind of amphetamine because it's like I've abused them in the past. Right. And I think that once you cross a line with said things, like you can't use them unless it's like dire circumstances. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if I had back pain, I wouldn't just take opiates. But if I was in a car wreck where my entire back was broken and I couldn't move or something like that, I would probably take it. I think there's ways to manage it anyway without, uh, I almost said barbiturates, but that's not the right word. What is a barbiturate? Barbiturates, I believe, are like, yeah, I think it's like benzos and shit. No, those are different. Yeah, and I love a good- What is a barbiturate? I love a good old barbiturate. (laughs) Anything that makes me fall asleep, I'm here for it. Look at that little doggy on, oh, you put barbiturate.com and and Randy's internet said, oh, we gotcha, sucker. I think you got the cap locks on also. Why so you, what? Why you got that hyphen going on? It's right next to the enter button. It thought you were doing Okay, so it's a sedative. I think like Seroquel and shit like that. Oh, are... Seroquel. Fuck me up. Yeah, yeah. They gave me Seroquel one time and it was like, I can't take this. That's what I was on that one summer where I couldn't sleep and then I would take it and be out. It wasn't even like you're sleeping though. It's just you're out. Yeah. 10 hours. Mm. Well, the word barbiturate is truly disturbing. It makes it's me got think like, of like the 1960s. It makes me think of gargoyles. The barbiturates and the gargoyles are haunting me. <laughs> Get your barbiturate ass out of here. Listen up and you better listen closely. All right, David. You better get your barbiturate, bougie-looking ass <laughs> out of here. Barbiturate sounds like something that should be on The Handmaid's Tale. So they should have handmaids, commanders, and barbiturates. Ants and barbiturates. <laughs> Aunt Lydia. Man, fuck Aunt Lydia, the cunt. Have you started watching the new season? Yes. I've only watched one, but I, I was still like... I want to watch wow. it. I don't want to watch it. Why am I watching it? It's traumatic. Honestly, it's really, really scary. And I said that to Rafe the other day. I was like, yo, this literally feels like I'm watching what people went through during World War II. What do you mean? Like the concentration. I mean, they're concentration camps. It's like. Wait, did I miss something? No, I mean, just everything in it. Like, they went, remember when they showed you the camps that they had there and stuff? It's like, if you're not a handmaid or a commander or an aunt, whatever, like, it's like, you're fucked. You're either fucking dead or you're working in some whatever the fuck field. I'd say the handmaids are fucked. Well, yeah, they're getting assaulted daily. That little girl, though, in that first episode, I was like, 
I was mad at her, but I was also like, she just had a lot of trauma. That's a baby girl. That's a small child. That is a child that is being treated as an adult, a wife, a prostitute, and I mean, just so many horrible things. Why do we watch this program? I have no idea. I think it's so that we can like be ready. I really think that women watch because it's like men watch Handmaid's Tale and it's like Rafe watches it. But I'm also like, can you believe what's happening? What did that happen to me? How how did they get to Gilead? How did all the women get there? I can't remember that part. Well, what do you mean get there? Well, like um, June was living in Canada before, right? No. Where was she? She was living in the United States, so they were trying to cross over to Canada. Her, Hannah, and Luke all were running across the border to get to Canada. And Luke was the only one that made it out, her husband. And then Hannah was taken, and June was taken. So, And because June could have children, they saved her or whatever and made her a handmaid. Okay. So it was, they were just in the United States and that's when they enacted the laws that would make Oh, it. yeah. Do, well, remember, like, they show you that episode where June is at work and, like, I think her credit card stops working. And it was like all of these laws got enacted very quickly. I didn't, I don't even, I couldn't even remember. I'm just like, how did they even get there? Yeah, there was, there was an episode where they kind of show a bunch of people when they're about to, like, when shit's about to pop off and bro. not in a good way women are at work and they're like not able to use their credit cards mm-hmm. one of them went to pick up their kids and then alexis whatever lado or whatever her name is that's it was in gilmore girls she and she was a doctor wasn't she or something she yeah phd or some shit so she and their wife are like at the fucking they're at the airport about to go over and something happens where she couldn't go through. But her wife and her kid were able to go through and go to Canada. So then this poor gal gets her little, gets her body parts cut off. Brandy And goes to the farms or whatever to work out there. Like they have a moment where shit's popping off. And it's like, I'm having a very difficult time with Serena where I'm like, Bitch, you started all of this. Can you have any kind of redemption? I don't know. And I've asked this of like many moments in my life where I'm like, do do bad people get to have redemption if they actually have remorse? Is she remorseful yet? I don't feel like she is. She's had moments like that seem like she's quite remorseful. Only for herself, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, honeys, that isn't your kid. That is not your kid. Baby Nicole ain't your baby. Randy, if it ever comes to Handmaid's Tale stuff, will you let us hide here in the basement in a fake ceiling or wall? Absolutely, man, as long as we can keep recording the podcast. It's going to get you killed, though, Randy. Eh, might get you right. killed. I've died for less. <laughs> Wait, you have? No, I would die for less. <laughs> what if Randy becomes one of those... Guard guys that wears all black. What are they called? The Guardians. Have you been watching Ra- Handmaid's Tale? Me? Yeah. Oh, what? hell no. That sounds that sounds like a terrible show. It is. It's horrible. I know, but oh, I can't stop. No. It's horrible, baby. Well, that's really good to know that you would help us out because, I mean, whoa, Can you start boy. building a fake wall that we can live in? Already started. Thank you. Make Welcome. a little chair in there, because I don't know how long I could stand up in a fake wall. Make a little chair where I can sit behind it. Yeah, just a, a, a very, I mean, I got a nice camping chair in my back, uh, in the trunk of my car. Well, if he just puts, if he makes a fake wall, just then chair, and okay. then I can sit there, but so also can, be able to see out sure, when you they're need about a, to come get me. Yeah, I. Um, it's honestly horrifying. All of it is truly horrifying. And it, it never ends. It's just nonstop. She gets one step ahead, then she gets knocked back. I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> she truly that does. That is June's She, she is definitely song. an actress who uses her eyes a lot. And by use her eyes a lot, I mean go like this. She does a lot of this where it'll be like her like, 
You can't see Tina's face if you're just listening, but it's intense. Um, A lot of the eye quivering where she's like, you just see nothing but the eyes and they're just. It's a lot of one eyed, like she'll be like. A lot of fast blinking. It's like, do you have something in your eye, June? Well, and also, this was so upsetting to learn. She's a fucking Scientologist. That actress. So basically, she's living. I know. This. I know. Wow, that makes it even weirder. Ooh. I know. And I try to separate it because I'm like, that's your job. But also, like. Maybe she's stuck in it. You're getting got, sister. Maybe she's stuck in it. You can't just leave Scientology. If you need help, June, let us go like this. Hey, June. Um, what's her real name? What's her, what's her stage name? You got got by Scientology. Tom Cruise. I'm about to get so was mad. She born in, was she born into it? Well, we got to figure this out. Oh, Lord. If you're a Scientologist, I have to, while you're looking it up, I have to tell you about this comment I got on YouTube. It okay. said, it was about the new vlog and it said, Six advertisements and not one funny moment. And I was highly offended. And I said, you didn't even laugh at my Jesus take the wheel joke, which is so funny. What was that Because one? Chelsea was singing, Jesus take the wheel. And I go, Chelsea, would you really want Jesus to take the wheel? He never drove a fucking car. He does. He's never been in a car, which is hilarious. Yeah. And she goes, well, I didn't think it was funny, probably because I'm a Christian. It's even funnier if you're a Christian, I would think. Yeah. You don't think Jesus had a sense of humor? What do you think? You're like, I didn't think it was funny because I'm a Christian. Well, guess what? Cars weren't invented then, brother. Just it's That's the absurd- a funny, but I bet that's the same gal that would laugh so hard to be like, ah, <laughs> women can't drive cars. Why? Why is that funny to you? Cheryl. And then she was like, I'm just sad because you didn't show any of your stand-up set. So I explained to her, like, comedians don't show their stand-up set till they're done with it, basically. Or they'll show clips. But, you know, I've had this set for so long, I'm not, I'm never apparently going to get rid of it. So probably never. You got to come to a show. What was her first name? <sighs> I don't know. Cheryl. I felt sad because... I felt like she was sad, but then I was like, how did you not laugh one time? And anyway, a vlog doesn't have to be funny. It's just documenting what's happening. Yeah, it's behind BTS, the scenes. brother. It doesn't get more. Oh, God, that Yvonne chick. Uh-huh. Ugh. Fred Armisen's in it? Did I'm you, not sure. Did you know that that Max fella has an English accent? Oh, that guy. I love him. Oh, I love Which that one? guy over there. The guy that kind of helped her, the older gentleman. Oh, what? Uh, What's he, wrong, Randy? He he lived with her for a while. Um, Dude, that was a tight opening fucking episode, though. Like, let me tell you, they saved, like, what, 86 children? A lot. And the Marthas and some of them. Oh, honey, I mean, I was flipping the frick out. What's her name? Elizabeth Moss. Yep. Okay, so she said, I can't, can you read it better than I can? Like what her quotes are? Let it's, me put I got, on my glasses. I got something right in my, right in my purview. Uh, listen, it's a complicated thing because the things that I believe in, I can only speak to my personal experiences and my personal beliefs. One of the things I believe in is freedom of speech. I believe we as humans should be able to critique things. Wow. Is that her? Very vague. Yeah, her. that was her. Well, the thing is, what she believes in, then, is that aliens uh, are a religion. And aliens will take your body, I guess. Isn't that what Scientology believes? They got a lot of really uh, not well-thinking trains of thought. I was talking to a customer today at work, and one of them believes that God, the same God that we spoke to Last week or the week before on Slop City Podcast. The Drown the Earth? Drown the Earth yeah. during a cocaine fit. Um, 
they believe that God created the pyramids in Egypt. So that was one person. And then the other person believes that aliens created the pyramids in Egypt. One of them is an architect, and he's like, nobody could have known how, who, who made it, who decided the pyramids could be like that. Nobody had that train of thought at that time. Nobody was that smart, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I don't, I said, I think you're both wrong. I think slaves did it. Enslaved people, I'm sorry. I, I was like, I believe that enslaved people were put up to this work and that somebody, probably the smartest guy in the town at that time, which like everyone probably thought he was a pussy. You know, like, let's be real. You're telling, like, let's just look at a pyramid. Just look at it. So Just look at it. So one is an architect and he believes, is he the one that believes in God? No, the architect believes aliens did this because he doesn't think that humans... Because we started talking about, like, extraterrestrials, blah, 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 aliens and all of that. And I was like, of course there are aliens. And like I said, I'm, I welcome them. I am excited. I'm ready. Haven't you seen They Live? <laughs> okay. So, like, just that right there. That is the, pure, the Great Pyramid of Giza. Pretty great. I'm going to be honest. Hearing people say the the humans could not have created this. It was only God or or aliens. It's too perfect. <laughs> Is it? Look. <laughs> Cuz you look at the top of that thing and that ain't perfect. That looks like a little freaking kid. <laughs> Started making something. It looks I'm like not, a sandcastle. I'm not saying it's not amazing. Do you know what's amazing? Is that at the time when these were created, it was mind-blowing. And, I, I mean, I don't know the history of these pyramids or exactly how they were created, but I can promise you that I can absolutely see a bunch of people, a bunch of enslaved people, walking around the bottom of this pyramid just laying shit laying it and then they're like duh duh it was it, it was god or aliens okay all right well then how do you explain the extravagant tombs that these mfs were put in what do you know about formaldehyde i don't know a lot what i know about it is that maraschino cherries allegedly have formaldehyde in them so <laughs> i stay so away good? From a maraschino cherry. Because I'm already dead inside. I don't need anything else <laughs> taking me closer to death. I don't think either one of them makes sense. Why would God make that? Why would an alien make that? They're not hanging around to enjoy it. Why would an alien craft that and then fly away? Makes no sense. Make it on your own planet, bro. That's what I'm saying. Would you really go through all the trouble and just be like, Mm. Pack it up. Let's go. Have little pieces of urine coming out of your <laughs> stupid freaking fingy. Uh, well, and mean, create that. Get out of here. So if aliens could create anything, they need to create a new face because they have large heads with large eyes. Make a face that's symmetrical, bro, instead of wh- messing with the pyramid. Why don't you quit copying off of almonds? And get your own eyes. How about you get a bigger mouth? How about that? Yeah. How about you get a freaking nose? How about... Because you want to smell that pussy you're falling into. (laughs) How about you get more than three fingers, bro? (laughs) You mean to tell me somebody with three fingers can craft a fucking beautiful pyramid like that? Don't think so. Absolutely not. I have five fingers and I can barely pick up a 10-pound weight. And then God, he created everything else. Animals people on all of a sudden he's into stonework <laughs> i don't think so there's no way he didn't have time for stones dude he's up there blowing blowing dodo none of neither one of them makes sense no and i mean it just i i unfortunately the only thing that really makes sense to me is that enslaved people are making these because it's like <sighs> you're telling me that a bunch of Almond-eyed, gray-ass-looking <laughs> MFs. With three fingers. With three fingies and presumably no genitals. 
I haven't seen a genital on an alien. Neither have have you? I. Nope. I haven't. They just have that. It's just space. a solid Barbie doll looking area. So maybe Barbie dolls were crafted out for aliens. I mean, I don't know. You're telling me that those cats are the ones that built the pyramids? It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. You're telling me these creatures that have such large heads that they'll just be sitting there and their head will fall over because it's in disproportionate so to heavy. their body? You're telling it's me- It's going to be able to build a very- structured pyramid you're telling me that aliens that starred in m night Shyamalan's movie <laughs> signs those guys <laughs> created the pyramids they uh, don't even know how to use postmates if they did they wouldn't have to come to earth all the time they don't even have a grub hub where they're at <laughs> they don't have doordash or any of that you know what they're doing Probably just eating pieces of metal or rocks. Yeah, they're just just with sucking. their tiny mouths, just putting little pieces of rocks in there. Going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> Aliens eat little pebbles, a small rock. They and- just go like this. <laughs> they always close their eyes. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> you got to close your eyes like an alien would. Is that your teeth clacking together? Clackety clack. Wow. Wow. It hurts to hear it. Yeah. How dare that person say that that humans weren't smart enough? Did you see the fucking uh, hieroglyphics? Those That was pretty advanced thinking and drawing. That's what I'm saying. The tombs wrapping up these bodies. Did it work what they were doing? No. It didn't work. In their minds, they were like- did. The body's gone. It did work, but not exactly how they wanted it to. You know what I mean? What but they somebody, want them to do? somebody was on the right path. Well, they wanted their bodies to pretty much stay the same. Well, and it didn't. But guess what? We're still digging up mummies to this day. And when we say mummies, I know people hear that and they're like, "Oh, ah, it's an a- it's an alien. It's no. a guy dressed in toilet paper." Ooh. <laughs> Here's you heard it here, guys. When I die, I want to be mummified. I don't want to be cryogenically frozen or anything like that. I want to be wrapped in toilet paper. No formaldehyde, preferably. I don't know method. Uh, I'm gonna bring toilet paper to in your casket, and I'm gonna start wrapping you up. And be like, what the fuck are you doing? She wanted to be a mummy. Okay. My dad will be like, why are you wasting the toilet paper? <laughs> You know that I used to get literally yelled at when I was younger. My dad would be like, Christina, what the fuck? <laughs> Christina, why did you put this much toilet paper in the toilet? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. And, oh, And the God. whole time I'm wrapping you up, I'm going to do a callback to your fucking set where I'm like, what kind of toilet paper is it that you talk about? Scott. Scott toilet paper. Checks you every time as I'm wrapping you fucking up. You're going to straight up do my set while like, I'm dying. They'll be like, fuck yeah, it was a great callback. Hell yeah, brother. Like, as I'm getting lifted down, you'll be holding onto the toilet paper and it'll just rip. I'll be like, no more lines on your stomach, bitch, from going up and down. From standing up and sitting down, bitch, because you're laying down, bitch. Uh, uh, uh. And Everybody the whole like, crowd, everybody's going to be losing their mind. Even the preacher. We're going to be like, if you didn't get it. Watch a YouTube video. I'm just fucking around. There won't be a preacher at my funeral. Libby will be the fucking preacher. And that, you heard it here, guys. I'm dying before Libby. I think your brother, uh, what's your brother's name? Anton. Tevin should be the preacher. (laughs) Tevin and Devin should be the preachers. (laughs) They're the best hype men. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, that's Chelsea's husband, Greg, is my son, Tevin. Also, your brother. I'm Gene, and my brother is Tevin. So, all right, I just do want to do, you know, we can't walk away from this episode not doing something educational, so. (laughs) I think we just did something very educational. Well, I just want people to really understand. So it's like, okay, who built the pyramids? And we are on Nova, which, as you all know, my father, Igor Dibal. Nova is not only the greatest documentary in the world to him. But it is 
where you learn every fact. And it is what I was forced to watch as a child all the time. Did I want to watch Madeline? Did I want to watch The Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Didn't get to. Did he go, We watched Nova. No, my dad would be like, it is not, ooh, it is this when someone is a mummy. But what if they're he running would do after it, you? He would do it for so long that it would be annoying. It's like, all right, we get it, dude. Like, a mummy's actually dead, but it's like, can you just enjoy Halloween for once? Yeah, but my dad would be like, you. he's got his arms out. There's one piece of toilet paper hanging down, and he's going, Eee. My dad would be like, that is a dumb guy. <laughs> it's not a mummy. Well, what about Dracula? He also walks around and goes, I want to suck your blood. My dad would be like, this is what Dracula would be. This is what Dracula would be doing. <laughs> well, what about a ghost? What about a ghost? A ghost would be going, ooh. Ghosts aren't real. And then he'd bitch slap you and say that the KKK is the only ghost around and they should all be killed. God. Dad, you're oh, yeah, ruining Halloween. Oh, he's got a fucking reason for everything. I'm what like, if I'm a spooky witch that goes, <laughs> he would be like, I hated Hocus Pocus. Lame ass movie. <laughs> but, and then he would go, but I love Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Miss Congeniality. My dad Sarah did Bernhard, weirdly. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Sandra, he, Sarah Bernhardt is what I said <laughs> first. I watched that movie way too much when I was younger. Never seen it. Yeah, it's good. You should watch it, 100%. Okay, so here we go. Nova website, here we go, pbs.org. Who built the pyramids? Egyptologists and historians have long debated the question of who built the pyramids and how. Standing at the base of the pyramids of Giza, it is hard to believe that any of these enormous monuments could have been built in one pharaoh's lifetime. Yet, scholars think that they were built over mere decades for three pharaohs who were father, son, and grandson. Khufu, Khafre, and Men- Menkare. This article is from 97, so it's been updated a lot. That's a picture of a pyramid from a flip phone, a Motorola Razor. <laughs> and if you look closely decaying. at this photo, uh, you can truly barely... I love these little pyramids. It's like, that's where they started. Like, Don't they have like eight pyramids at the Pyramids of Giza? I have no idea. I think there's like eight pyramids. So it's like you can tell the tiny ones are like where they started. And they're like, um, okay, we don't really exactly know what we're doing here. <laughs> Go so, bigger. Yeah, they started here and it's like they all got fired or probably <laughs> murdered. So, okay, now we're going down. That picture is terrible. Oh, God, it's horrible. So Egyptologists Mark Lehner and Zahi Hawass have been trying to solve the puzzle of where the 20,000 or 30,000 laborers who are thought to have built the pyramids lived. Ultimately, they hope to learn more about the workforce, blah, blah, Okay, great, wonderful. And the media, so they've been, they've been doing some stuff, all right? They've been doing another really horrible picture. <laughs> Look at this guy. It's like, that looks like he's on a green screen. Yeah, I'm out here in the Egyptian desert by a pyramid. Okay, I um, love pyramids. I make them with Legos. I opened it up, and there was a mummy that was going, My dad immediately turns off the documentary. (laughs) Okay, so basically, here's the big question. In your extensive work and research at Giza, have you ever once questioned whether humans built the pyramids? Man that is uh, with a Motorola razor and allegedly a PhD holder and Egyptologist. No, but have I ever questioned whether they had divine or super intelligent inspiration? I first went to Egypt in 1972 and ended up living there 13 years. I met a woman. Her w- her womb was... Uh, no, that's just... Wait, a- I was like, where does it say that? <laughs> I just started doing a character for him. Because he's like, I had a PhD, but then I started a family. Um, Sorry, I'm just kind of trying to scroll through, so it's... Everything I found convinces me more and more that indeed it is a society that built the Sphinx and the pyramids. Every time I go back to Giza, my respect increases for those people in that society that they could do it. Cool. You're not really telling me. Oh, okay. Rather than just copping out and saying, there's no way that they could have done this, 
I think that denigrates the people whose evidence we actually find. I don't know. I mean, listen, look at the Sphinx. I get that people, like, that, that you look at that, and it's probably really hard to, like, wrap your mind around that, that somebody made that. But also, <laughs> like, it's not the best drawing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, the face on that thing, I could probably do better. With Play-Doh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look at like the Thomas Jefferson Monument or whatever. What's it called? Mount Mount Poopmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. You know, they did a great job there. When was that? A couple hundred years ago? Well. If this is 5,000 years ago, that's pretty good. That's not good. that long ago. And the whole aspect of it. No. It's just, you know. Yeah. So there's like people, there's Greek historians that say that it's very confusing. And why in the hell would they assume they don't have the intelligence? That's the part I don't get. They made fire and survived. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, like, people are going to figure it out when they have, like, a fucking weapon that defends themselves against, like, a lion or something like that. They'll be like, oh, maybe I could cut that into this rock in this den we live in. And they had very sophisticated societies. So to think that they couldn't, bring dream this up is i think that's a little offensive and like honestly look at the when you're looking at this pyramid up close when you look at it far away it looks like it's like wow they really shaved it down they must have had a sander they must have had a sander (laughs) they had to have had a sander of some sort no dude you look at that shit up close and personal you start climbing that motherfucker and you're going down brother you better have one of those fucking carabiners to hook you on because that (laughs) is not stable. It's just what, not. What if in 5,000 years some people find the arch and they think, there's no way those people were smart enough to build this big arch. That's what I'm Then saying. we'll take them underground and show them the movie of the guys making the arch. And then they're going to be like, wait a second. You're telling me there's some sort of bumper car, some kind of <laughs> elevator inside of this that humans are supposed to have been able to make? There's no way. They're my aliens did it. Yeah. Why don't you come over down to this gift shop and purchase $50 of <laughs> belongings? And you could see. And a $25 ride up on, to the top where yeah. you go. <laughs> I'll never forget about Mark Norman, the comedian. He's a New York comedian. Very popular. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this podcast know of him. Rafe and I took him to the arch. <laughs> you didn't. We took him to the arch um, when Rafe opened up for him one weekend. And it was like such, you know, really good shows or whatever the whole weekend. And like we took him to Pappy's and we took him to the arch. So we go to the arch and Mark Norman is just enamored with the whole place. He's like, holy shit. You know, he's out, like walking around being like, Haha, I'm gay. You know, because that's how he talks. He literally is walking around going, Jews. And everyone's like, <laughs> What? Like, what are you talking about? But he's a very eccentric weird guy. I don't even know if I know his voice. And he goes, comedy. You know, he's got a very like, yeah. And then I'm gay. Is he gay? No. Oh. Or Jewish. What? But he's just an idiot. He just says what I, like, he's just, you know, he just, he does what he wants, dude. And it's all a bit. Everything he does is a bit. So we take him to the arch and they put you, you know, the little pods in the St. Louis arch to go up. Horrifying horrifying they that you think aliens made the pyramids get the fuck out of here aliens made the arch those little pods are creepy which seat did you sit in i don't know i think the back one and i got one i like yeah i like the back one i don't want to be you know i don't want to sit next to anybody i went there when i was younger and so mark norman we're at the bottom of the arch about to go up a family starts walking out and mark norman goes hey this is where we kill (laughs) you Hey, this is where we kill you to a family. How long did you stay at the top? Mm, not long. I honestly don't remember. I think like we took a look at like East St. Louis and that whole area on the Mississippi River. And we were like, this is honestly sad. It's just dirty. And that then- river is like, it looks like, it looks like every person you've ever met in your life took a shit in it at once. Well, it is the muddy Mississippi. Yeah. That's why they call it that. I know. You should have looked the other way and looked down at the grass. Well, I mean, we did look the other way, and it was kind of like, it's a city. And you're like, wow, look at those people. They're as small as ants. Wow. And Mark Norman was up there, and he's like, I'm gay. And everyone's like, okay, dude, you got to get out of here. 
You're like, dude, you can't say that unless you're actually gay. Are and he's gay? like, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, that's his that's his cadence. He literally would just be like, comedy on stage. Why have I never In seen the middle him? of a set, he'll go, comedy. I met him when he was here, and he looked like he did not have an ounce of fun inside of him. Yeah, uh, he's fine. He was good. Uh, but he did have this one really bit funny bit about, like, wet in the bed or something, and he was like, you know, Somebody came to my house, saw my bed, and there was urine on it. And they were like, hey, did you piss the bed? And he's like, no, but I spilled a cup of urine all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Something stupid like that. But it made me laugh so oh, fucking hard. Shit. But that's all I'm saying, y'all. The arch was created by aliens and the pyramids, clearly humans. Humans. Mar- I mean, look at, that. look at that little lip. Look at that little divot. On the pyramid. That's that part that we watch and we're like, it's not totally smooth. You know what I mean? It looks like it was smooth and shit kept falling off of it. Totally could have been. And the wind was going. Did that sound good? It was good. It just blew it off of there. Since I was a kid, it has been my life dream to go to Egypt and see the pyramids. And honestly, I don't want to ride a dune buggy or anything to get out there. I want to walk the whole way and feel my calves burn. No. Just kidding. I'll you'll die. You'll get too hot, then oh. you'll, and then it'll get nighttime. It'll be too cold. Why can't the desert just maintain a temperature? Yeah, pick one. Why be so extreme? Pick one. In the morning, people are dying of heat. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, it's so hot. I'm so thirsty. Well, guess what? Should have brought yourself a Nalgene bottle. Wait till and tonight. And you didn't. You're going to freeze to death. Yeah. And then tonight... There ain't gonna be a camel to pick you up. We saw a we thought we saw the dunes in, in Colorado, California. Oh, I've never seen something so beautiful in my life. It's crazy, and there was just people riding little buggies and four wheelers, and I wanted to do it so bad. Oh yeah, the great sand dunes in Colorado are crazy because like it's this valley, and the wind perfectly like, goes into this valley where the sand dunes just stay where they are. It's just back and forth. And then it goes... All the time. Dude, we hiked up halfway. When we got there, I was like, oh, oh yeah, we're definitely going to hike the whole thing. We got this. <laughs> and then you That's what I was doing halfway through. Your head. It You're was... Like, oh, oh. Unre- I had to take my shoes off. There was so much sand in them that I just took them off. I would have to have a helicopter come get me. <laughs> well, that's where the lady got. <laughs> that's where she got. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's where that gal got uh, the best uh, job she'll ever have in her life because she got fucking paid. <laughs> she got paid, but she's still dizzy probably. Oh, God. I bet she literally wakes up in the middle of the night screaming. Randy's over there texting. Wow. Looks like Randy's not into the podcast anymore. I actually thought it was a very fun episode. <laughs> Randy's like, these dumb bitches are almost done. I'll be back soon, honey. <laughs> They're wrapping up. I gave them the light 20 minutes ago. Well, you know what, Randy? I can't wait to eat. So honestly, I'm so excited to end this episode because <laughs> I am yeah. starving. We're going to eat so many appetizers. Oh, it's going to be awesome. That when the food comes, we're going to be like, I don't know if I can even When eat the food this. comes, I'm going to do one of these. I'm going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> when the food comes you're gonna say oh you got one of those things to carry me out of here what yeah. is it uh i'll be like hey can you call an ambulance because i'm mentally ill and sick <laughs> i'm gonna say way too many personal things <laughs> they'll be like libby you brought your friend she's kind of weird i know it don't it, come in here anymore. i will say it is honestly weird that like i've gone to faux grand a lot of times in my life but like you're a straight-up celebrity there. Because I've been going there for 20 years at least. Like, everybody recognizes you. The oh, I mean, I don't even know who's the... I don't know who recognizes you. The man, whose name is Steve. And then Steve the woman, Jobs. whose name is Tammy. Tammy. Tammy and Steve. Those are their American names. What are their... I should ask them what their Vietnamese names are. I almost said Korean names, and I am glad I didn't. Well, it is a Vietnamese restaurant. I know. And they often talk about going back to Vietnam on their breaks. They said he can't take any breaks anymore. Because they're too busy? Just too busy. That's good, though. 
I'm glad they're doing well because I love that place. Mm. I can't wait to get my ass a big ass fucking bowl of pho. Dude, lettuce wrap. But, but, oh, we're gonna lettuce we're gonna wrap be it up. Wrapping it. Oh, dude. And then the wind will go. Oh God, let me out of here! Whoa! Wait, what? That's the uh, the mummy woman in the pyramid. In the, no, that's a woman <laughs> in a helicopter. Oh, I'm getting saved. So sad. All right, y'all. Well, thanks, hope Randy. You, hope you learned a lot this episode because it was informative. <laughs> we learned that Tina has ADHD, and we mm-hmm. learned that. Uh, People, humans, built the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. And that aliens built the arch. That aliens need to work on their own bodies before they come and try to mess with our Earth. Yay! Mm-hmm. Work on your own eyeballs and facial structure. You dumb, super-looking bitch. That's right. Get a How nose. about you get some teeth? <laughs> you ugly-looking bitch. But <laughs> They do have teeth. They go... No, that's the sound of the pebbles in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's them just eating pebbles. And they're not really chewing them up. They're, they're just, just going like. Going around in their mouth. Yeah. Do they even have a mouth? Because as far as I know, it's it could like, be a little hose where it just goes, you know, it's like the guy siphoning. <laughs> no, it's the smallest little slit. Yeah. It's just like. Be they like, just shoot it back. Be like, bro, what are you saying? Your mouth is so small. I can't hear you. It's like how Royce eats. Royce so just fast. goes. <laughs> 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 Royce doesn't even chew. That's what's sad. Like, I know he's happy to eat every time he eats, but I'm like, you don't even get to enjoy the taste, dude. Poor guy. Sometimes you got to just like kind of like. He's like, bitch, I had COVID. I can't taste anyway. <laughs> R.I.P. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Love yuns. And cut. All right.